let me ask you a question. Why the hell do people keep getting married? You know what I mean? Isn't anybody looking at the stats? What's it like, three out of four marriages go right down the drain now? People, if you were going skydiving and they told you three out of four parachutes weren't gonna open, you'd be like, yo, forget it, I'm not going. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you, you can't do it. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. This is Breaking Norms, a podcast dedicated to topics like following your dreams at all costs and the pitfalls of societal norms. And now, discussing everything from online dating to the horror of having a real job. Here are your hosts, Noah Groniger and Clint Schweitzer. So after blatantly leaving our Breaking Norms listeners in the lurch last week due to some other obligations, Noah, we are back this week. We are talking about children, the topic that was voted on on our Facebook page two weeks ago. We are not going to let you down this week. We are back in it, Noah, Breaking Norms. We are uh, back from the dead, so to speak. Last week was insane because we also have a sports show called the Elite Sports Podcast, and we were literally wall-to-wall interviews all last week, and we have them stockpiled, so we should be good on the sports side. Now it's time to play catch-up here on Breaking Norms, and I'm excited to do it. We're talking about children, and here we go. I'm fired up for this. Um, This is a topic that we knew was going to happen at some point. It is the winner, and we're bringing it this week. Children, go. Oh, yes. Children is the topic. We are sorry about last week, like we said, wall-to-wall with interviews with our sports show. But here we are. We're back, and we're talking about children, the joys, the emotional joys of having a child. Or is it a nightmare for some people out there, like Clint and myself, who I've said it many times throughout the myriad of shows and podcasts that we've done here on Breaking Norms, that I've just kind of kind of lit, live my own life, be my own person. I just cannot be sitting down watching a football game Monday night football, just have p- kids coming up to me and they've got T-ball or they're injured and got to be taken to the hospital or uh, they've got Boy Scouts or they've got something to go do. Let's go for a walk. Like, no, I can't handle it. Help me with my homework. Like, I don't have time for that. I've got to be able to relax and do my own thing. So children just get in the way. Relationships get in the way for me as I am trying to spread my wings like a butterfly and live my own life. Yeah, I think that, and one of the things about this podcast is you and I agree we live very similar lives in a lot of ways, so you don't get a lot of back and forth, you know, venomous banter between us because, well, we agree. I don't want kids. I never have. It's very strange to think about that because it's something that is so drilled into, you know, people's heads that that's just what you do. And I've never, it's never really crossed my mind that that's something I wanted, to be honest. It's very strange when you think about the dynamics of it, because for especially women growing up, that's, that's what you do. You're, you're biologically programmed to procreate, to produce children, to continue the human race, as it were. Luckily, there's other people out there doing that because to me, I've always been kind of selfish with my time. I've always found it very val- the things that I want to do very valuable. My own happiness has always kind of been at the forefront. You can call that selfish. 
you can call that whatever you want, but it's all to me about me living my own life and doing my own thing. And that's never really included children. I just never really had the time or money for it. The average child, Noah, costs $233,000 from birth to 17. You got that kind of scratch laying around? I sure do not. And you mentioned it there, just like I said, just wanting to have our own time. And with kids, I never, I had thought about maybe wanting them early on in my 20s. And I think of the positive things that come with it. So like I mentioned, the emotional joys that it comes with. And there are fun times. We've worked with kids uh, in our jobs at the schools. And there are good moments. But like I said, there's just too much time that is devoted to it. It's your entire life. Women on dating sites say, my kids are my world because they are, they have to be. You devote all your time, all your energy. You work a job, you come home, your kids are there. You go to sleep, you wake up, your kids are there. You're having to take care of them if they have a fever or a nightmare in the middle of the night, changing diapers when they're babies, waking up when they're crying, bottles and just running to the store to get things they need, toys and birthdays, gender reveals. There's just so much into it. I do not have that time. I don't know how anyone does to devote to that. <laughs> I'm try we're trying to live our dreams here. How can you live a dream when you have a child? Your, your child has to be your dream. You have to say that. My I, I family and my children are my dream because... It takes up all your time. Maybe I have a low tolerance for children. I've lost a lot of great friends to kids. <laughs> because it really is like a disease in some ways, but it's worse than a disease because they want you to have it. <laughs> They're like, you should have kids too. I'm watching you do it. And I'm thinking I'm going to not do it. That's really, really poignant there. And I think for me, it's almost like as my friends started to have kids, it made me go, oh, I don't think this is for me. Because even if I wanted kids before that, once they started having kids and losing their freedoms and their individuality, that really was a big turning point for me. It was like, that does not look like the fun, happy family stuff that you think about when you're young. And I don't know, a lot of people's children just don't look happy. Uh, they look stressed out all the time. And you're right. Like, I think that for many that are, that are just what, so happy with the children that they have, and, it's, and that's wonderful. But I also think that a lot of people let their children define them. By that, I'm agreeing with you and what you said earlier about constantly catering to a child's needs. I've always wondered, like, and asked out loud a few times, much to the chagrin of the person I was asking, like, what do you get out of this exactly? Like, constant food, constant care, constant needs, constant phone calls. Your kids get older, they're in high school, they're calling, needing rides, needing money. I've seen it time and time again. It's like, what do you personally get out of this? It's a financial windfall. You can't go anywhere. You can't go on a trip. You can't, uh, if you want to take your kids on a trip and you know they're a little older, they don't even want to go. They'd rather be at home with their friends. Like, what do you get out of having a, a child? And I mean that seriously and facetiously, but also seriously. Yeah, I mean, when they're younger, they're cute and they're, they're just doting on you. You're wanting them just to succeed. You have all these dreams for them and they're giving you this unconditional love that a parent and a child share most of the time. That's what should happen. But when they get older, you talked about those teen years and then they're rebellious against you and not listening to anything you say and they hate their parents and they, they want to break free. And 
just everyone talking about that and, oh, my kid's rebelling against me. They're not listening. They're not coming home. And just the fights that people have when not every family, but just the teenagers, uh, the rebelliousness and the fights that are caused inside that family, in that uh, unit. I just think of that and just the horror of having to deal with that and, and the relationships and the bad people that they bring into the family. And just 70% in this article that we see here is, that we've read is 70% of gang members, high school dropouts, teen suicides, teen pregnancies, and teen substance abusers come from single parent homes, single mother homes. And that's a lot of people out there because 40% of all births in the United States in 2008 were to unmarried women. Yeah, that's, that's stark, isn't it? That really is eye-opening. That's way up from 1980. 40 years ago, it was only 18.4% of births were to unmarried women. So you are seeing certainly a rise in that, which are, creates sort of a broken home from the get-go. And that is not to say there aren't some amazing, heroic even, single mothers out there. Even though our good friend Bill Burr might disagree that motherhood is the hardest job there is. Oh. Oprah brings out this guest, she gives her this huge intro. She's been on this, she's been on that, and she does the most difficult job on the planet. She's the mother. So immediately I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, really? Being a mom is the most difficult job on the planet? How many mothers died on ice road truckers last season? <laughs> Any moms get washed overboard on deadliest catch? I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but what would you rather have as a job? You want to scoop scallops off the bottom of the ocean, catching that lobster trap to the back of your head? Or do you want to hang in the sunshine with a couple of rugrats? You'd send them to bed anytime you wanted, some trumped up charges, because you want to have a drink and watch the prices, right? <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it is the most difficult job. I mean, I thought roofing in the middle of July is a redhead, you know? I thought that that was a difficult job. I really did. I thought it was difficult. But evidently, evidently, these mothers, they're bending over at the waist, putting DVDs into DVD players, going to war, pinned down by a sniper. What a joke! You ever burp a baby and forget to put that towel up there? There's another shirt you gotta wash. Oh, lift with your knees and put it in that machine that does it for you. So yeah, that goes along the lines of, I feel like I'm not selfish because I realize that I wouldn't necessarily be the best parent. So I choose not to bring one to the world. Everyone else doesn't seem to think. They don't think about the repercussions or the people that they're involving, uh, you know, their own families, the stress that they're putting on their own families financially to help them. It's just like people don't think. It's just whatever needs to happen in the moment. There's just so many opportunities out there that I think you lose out on. And not only that, but whatever happened to a couple that just wanted to enjoy each other. I see so many couples' lives change when parenting children becomes the number one goal in their lives. What about people that just genuinely love being around each other and love to travel, love to do things together? That gets put on hold when you have to cater to someone else. So I think it can cause problems and rifts even in a great marriage with two loving parents. Not only that, there's so many parents, people that can't physically have children, they can't be parents. So I think that the laws should be a little, a little you know, more soft as far as 
adoptions and allowing parents to adopt and foster children. I've seen friends of mine that have gone through this and how the, the red tape is truly unbelievable. They would rather give a child in the system back to their drug abusing mother or father than to a loving family because it's not their original parents. You know, it's not their birth parents. That is really hard. And I think that um, adoption is something that people need to consider more and more as time goes on. It's like, you don't even feel like that exists anymore. It's either get an abortion or have the kid. And there is this little thing called adoption out there. Yeah. Especially for people that don't have the kind of money and can't provide the type of life that a child needs. And they're out there making horrible decisions with random guys or women that they meet and becoming single fathers or single mothers out there. Uh, when they don't even really know this person and they're going out and they're doing the things that they're doing and then the woman winds up pregnant and they just keep the kid and the guy runs off or or sometimes rare, but sometimes the guy takes over the kid and the, the woman doesn't want anything to do with it. So it's just a whole mess of a situation when if they don't have the financial means and the emotional means and the educational means to provide a loving, fit home for that child, there's adoption out there. You can adopt the baby out in a loving family that is financially and mentally ready and stable for that can welcome that child in and give them a loving home and family to raise them up into a great citizen in the society and not enough people think of that. And I know it's hard for a mother to give up her baby, but uh, you have to think about the child's life and how they're going to grow up as well. What does a man do? Well, we just heard it there from our good friend, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Um, a man's job is to provide for a family. I think it's funny that it even is alluded to in that award-winning show from someone that is absolutely lives beyond societal norms. Gus Fring, <laughs> the drug lord extraordinaire from Breaking Bad, is talking about a man providing for his family. I disagree with Gus. I think that that is, you see so many shows and movies where the cliche is, I've got to provide for my family. I've got to put food on the table. A man's life, a man should be defined by much more than that. And maybe it's because I know that I wouldn't be the best father, that I am able to broaden my horizons and branch out and follow my dreams and do all these things. I'm so thankful for them. But Noah, come on. There's more to a man's life than providing for a family. Am, am I wrong there? Am I, is that presumptuous of me? Uh, I sure hope you're wrong. I hope there's more to a person's life than just providing for their family and uh, doing the biological thing, having kids, getting married. And that's, that's, you've accomplished life. You've won the game of life. Uh, everyone is on this journey by themselves. They have to live their life to the fullest and accomplish their dreams. And if you can do that while having a family and kids, all the more power to you. I know I couldn't do it. Um, I struggle to find time by myself to get everything accomplished, let alone having a wife and kids with me. I saw a video the other day on Facebook. Uh, someone was sharing a moment. Their kids are grown now. Uh, they're, I believe, in middle school, maybe moving on to high school. But um, they shared a moment when they were little kids and uh, babies of just playing around. And one had a shirt on his head and the other one was like playing a guitar. And they had one of those microphones that you speak into and the echo goes out and uh, they were singing and dancing around and they're just, oh, so cute. I miss it. And I was just looking at that like, 
I don't know. Like I could just imagine me like watching TV and that's like annoying me. I can't hear what's going on. I just, I'm just not cut out for it. And we should get applauded for that in a sense because we knew that we wouldn't be good parents. We wouldn't have the time to devote the energy to devote the love to devote to that money all the time, the money, of course. And so we didn't have kids. We, I know that I wouldn't be a great husband. I don't have the time, the energy, again, the money, uh, to, to be with someone, to provide for someone. So I'm not in a relationship. I'm not dragging someone down or people down, kids down, uh, being a deadbeat dad or uh, a displaced husband just out at the bar or out at a game or on the road all the time. So uh, I feel like we should almost be applauded for that, for recognizing that and not going down that path and ruining other people's lives. I've always thought that too. And it's funny, we have an episode previous here on Breaking Norms about online dating and some of the things that I found out during online dating is that women with five or six kids don't really care that you don't have any kids. I always thought that was strange that like, wow, there's a guy that doesn't have any kids and just kind of lives life on his own terms. Let's, let's latch onto that. No, 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 not so fast, my friend. Au contraire, I kind of found it the opposite. You don't have kids, we can't relate. You, you, don't, you wouldn't know how to handle, you can't be around my kids, you don't know what you're doing. It's like, well, you know, I've worked in a school, I've worked in, around kids for the better part of the last decade. It's not that I can't. Um, so I found that to be kind of odd. Like I always felt like, you know, at some point it'd be nice to have some, somebody just kind of bring it to the attention. Like it's really strange and kind of cool that you don't have kids. No one's ever really gone there. That's okay. I don't need the adulation. Um, I have a girlfriend that has a 21 year old and a 16 year old. And you know, those, those are great ages when you've, they're, they're kind of doing their own thing, living their own life. They're growing up. That's great. Like, but could you imagine, I mean, there is a such thing out there, Noah, and we know this all too well. I want to ask Insta families. Let's talk about Insta families. You know any of those? Time to just kind of listen to your gut. I mean, Insta family. What more can you ask, right? And yes, by that we mean, hey, you've got a kid. I want to get married to you, and now I have a family. Is it, is it that simple? It can be in a lot of uh, situations or scenarios, just someone starts dating someone who has kids and a few months go by and they decide to get married and hey, what could be better than this, than to get married, she's got kids, instant family, not this long drawn out relationship with just me and my partner, my girlfriend, uh, and deciding if I want to get married and then we start a family. No, just a few months and instantly a family. We move in together maybe a, a month before we get married and there's instant family. I'm instantly referred to as dad and hubby and all those terms. And I've got these kids that I'm taking care of that aren't mine. They're from her previous relationship or relationships. Uh, and I'm the dad. They look to me, they call me dad. And this is awkward from the outside viewing inward to this relationship where they're, the, these kids are instantly calling him dad. And you don't even know if it's really going to work out or sustain. And they're bringing these guys into their lives and calling the, every new boyfriend uh, that goes past two weeks dad. And it's just a very uneasy feeling, I would say. Yeah. And not only that, you know, my parents have been married and divorced three times each. So I look at it as I, I wouldn't want to ever even, you know, put a child in a situation where they are, you know, having step brothers and sisters, kind of broken homes, go back and forth, confusion. I didn't have that much. I was had the best childhood ever. But I'm just saying that, you know, that's what can, can happen. 
not only that, Noah, but I got to ask you a tough question here. Is having children, kind of this whole process, wife, children, family, we'll just say, is that the easy way out in life? Because I ask you that because obviously it's something most people do. It's just kind of you fall in line. You, you do what society says. Society is all about this. Societal norms tell you that when a woman's pregnant, you have to tell her she's glowing, even though she looks, you know, a little on the large side. <laughs> <laughs> societal norms say you have to pat everyone on the back. A dad's taken on an Insta family. This is great. This is just what I wanted for my son to take on a wife and, and kids, several kids that aren't his. That's wonderful. We have to just all get on board with all that. But is the whole idea of a family, is that the easy way out for people that maybe don't have the creative side or, or didn't quite identify a passion early in life or something that they really wanted to chase more than anything in the world that it's just like, well, everyone can do this. So I can do this too. And then I can just, this can be my dream and I'm good. Life over. Just get to the end here. Just let's get, you know, we always talk about get to the end of the day. Let's just get to the end of this life thing and we're good. Thumbs up. Everyone's happy. We get the, um, wedding shower, the baby shower, the gender reveal party, all the social media posts you could ever ask for. You've got it all in a prepackaged little gift right there and a thing I like to call families. Yeah, I don't know if I would call it an easy way out. It's kind of a hard way out. Uh, well, for us. To, well, yes, yeah, so you're having to step up. You're having to provide. Um, you get in a relationship with a girl or a woman and she's got kids and the family's like, hey, you're love, you love with my daughter and she's got kids. You need to step up and start providing. And uh, I can just, uh, has someone ever said that to you? That, that sounds horrible. No, no. <laughs> I'm just imagining that and imagining me running away out the door uh, after that is said, like, Oh, you want me to step up? I didn't realize that was on me. I'm, I'm out of here. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I, it, instead of easy way out, I might use just a cop out. Like they can't, find their dream. They can't locate a passion. This is what everyone else does. It's in the biology. It's societal norm and it's a cop-out. So instead of really delving in and finding my true passions in life, I'm just going to do what everyone else does and just work at uh, some factory or wherever I work, be an accountant, something, some job that I don't truly love. It isn't my passion just to provide for my family a $60,000 a year salary. That's enough to provide for these kids, start a college fund, get insurance on a house or locate a house and buy it. And we need three bedrooms, two and a half baths for this family that I've instantly gotten. And just that you mentioned pregnancy there and how we have to say that they're glowing and there's gender reveals and just the whole idea of pregnancy and how we become, how we come into existence. I've always found awkward uh, you've mentioned the movie Alien. It, I just feel like they're neat. I heard the story growing up of the stork bringing babies in, uh, flying them to the homes, and oh, this family, they want a baby. Well, I'm going to go fly and get one and bring it to you. I feel like that's some way, somehow, shape, or form had to be the case instead of something you love someone, you have sex with someone, and then a being starts growing inside them. I, I can't deal with that. That can't be the way. It's a science fiction movie. I want to have kids too, but I'm afraid. Because as far as I can tell, you do not get to pick. You just, you just go to the hospital in pain. A few hours later, they're like, this is what came out of you. And you're like, really? And they're like, yeah, no tradesies. Uh, and they're not cute right away. Have you seen a newborn recently? It's disgusting. It's all, it's all purple and wrinkly. Like, congratulations, it's a raisin. Look at that. And then we all have to lie to new parents. Like, oh, he's really handsome. Oh, she's beautiful. I'm bad at it. I'm like, oh, that has potential. What's, 
What's that gonna be? A girl when the scales fall off? Who, who gave you a glue gun? What did you make? Yeah, you know, that's um, very interesting, the scientific aspect, and there is validity to that for me too, because I remember one of my earliest memories of just being so taken aback and just so jarred by something is I saw a childbirth video. I don't remember if it was at school. It had to have been, I guess. And I remember just thinking, like, there is no way. Like, I mean, I always thought of children, you know, babies being brought to us by angels with wings of gold. That's how I always pictured it. That's how it should be. And I remember seeing Alien as a kid as well. I used to stay up late at my grandparents' house watching scary movies and like an alien in the movie busts out of the guy's stomach. And it's just like that. There's something about that. And then watching that childbirth video that it would be really hard for me like to ever unsee that. And I know that that seems like superficial, but it's, it's more deep rooted than that. There's something inherently in my brain that like, would not allow me to come back from that. And I'm sorry, that's wrong. But the science of it is a big issue for me. And so obviously, thank goodness that such a thing exists. Thank gosh that we were able to continue procreation, procreation and that the world still exists. Well, it did before March or so. <laughs> so putting kind of a ribbon on this, Noah, obviously we're glad we were born. Thanks mom and dad, but not for us. Now, before we get out of here, there's a very astute topic that's got to be raised with regards to this. And that is the idea that your parents bring you into the world and you kind of help your parents out of the world. And then your kids help you out of the world. When you don't have kids, does that mean dying at home in a government-ran nursing home? <laughs> For us, maybe it does, but I'll take my chances. Yeah, um, not only that, I think I would rather have strangers helping me out and uh, with bathroom issues when I can't handle that when I'm older or dealing with me dying. Like I can sit there in peace and die by myself watching uh, maybe Breaking Bad at the time <laughs> again, or whatever show that I want to watch right before I uh, leave this earth and not have kids around me crying, emotional, having to leave the room, telling me how much they're going to miss me and really harping on my death and really hitting it home for me all the time when I'm, I think when I'm by myself, I'm going to be able to just like forget that I'm dying for a little bit and just enjoy the peace and quiet and maybe a show, uh, an old football game that I remember, uh, Super Bowl 54. Uh, I'll be able to watch uh, the Chiefs beat the 49ers when I'm 92 and I'm on my deathbed. So uh, I think I'd prefer that than my kids changing my diaper when I'm older. Like I can't be handling that and them constantly talking about my impending death. Like I'm out on that. So that seems to be a good case for me. That's really interesting. The idea of not wanting to put the emotional, financial strife onto your kids either. See, we are yeah. perfect non-parents. This is great. <laughs> it's come full circle and I feel great about it. Guys, I hope you enjoy what we're doing here on Breaking Norms. We are infinitely sorry that we missed a week there. It, it won't happen again. Hope you like what we're doing. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Of course, you can follow everything that we're doing on our Facebook page at Breaking Norms. Every week you can vote for our next topic. We're going to throw some new topics up for, for next week, guys. And we're going to be out on the road, actually. Um, doing an interview with Tim Brando from Fox Sports. We're hitting the road, heading down to Louisiana, braving this country. We don't know. Is it going to be like the purge out there? Is coronavirus still in the air? I don't even know. We'll find out as we go on that adventure next week. But thanks so much for joining us here on Breaking Norms. We'll catch you next week.